Welcome to the weekend. This is the weekend break on 1521 2QN. Hello and welcome to the weekend break podcast for the episode of the 24th of February 2024. My name is AJ. Thank you very much for joining us whenever and wherever you are. A big show taking place this week. We have all our regular guests like Peter Betts and Vince Kelly, as well as the Dinnerlickland Local Health Advisory Committee. We're also talking to Kate Pitt about everything that is happening with the Dinnerlickland Business Chamber and in a very special guest, Shannon Knoll is stopping by to talk to us about the upcoming River Days event and everything that's happening there. It's all coming your way now on the Weekend Break Podcast. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Joining us in the studio from the Edward River Council is our Mayor, Peter Betts. Hello, Peter. Good morning, AJ. How are we doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm just... <laughs> I'm listening to your chair squeak before and I'm thinking, that sounded like me getting out of bed this morning. <laughs> My chair, I love this chair. It's very comfortable, but it is a little bit squeaky. It might have something to do with me being a pretty pretty big dude. Right. It does squeak a little bit, but that's okay. We're working it, on it. It just had similar sounds, so if I'm sitting here <laughs> giggling, that's, um, that's what it is. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, let's talk about what's happening in our region. We're starting with my favourite subject, waste. And I, and I got to use that in our council meeting this week too. Let's uh, let's talk about rubbish. I asked councils if they wanted to talk some more rubbish and we did. We did. Tell us about where we're moving in terms of plans for waste in the community. So obviously moving forward with everything, our waste policy is now up for public exhibition. So we want people to get on and have a look because, you know, AJ, I love community feedback and it's really important that we, how do we make decisions if we don't know um, what you're thinking? So by all means, the policy's up, have a look, find out what's going to be involved for you. There's not a lot of changes there, but it is going to be a little different with three bins. Obviously, you're not going to have three bins out every week. Um, have a look, find out what's going on, give us your feedback and let us know. I'm giving serious thought at my house to concreting a section of my yard so that I now have a place to put all three of my bins because currently I only have one and it sits on like this rocky area at my house. I'm like, I might need to make a, 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 a direct bin place that I can actually sit them now. And I think a lot of people are thinking around that. And like I said, we, we have to consider, we talked about it last week, those units and things are multi-units. You're going to have a lot of bins. Um, but, oh, hey, I'm thinking about doing uh, doing the same. I mean, they'll, they'll come with bin liners, which is really good. You've got a big roll of nice, you know, nice bin liners and things. But, yeah, still, still doing a lot in that space. We have um, put the first wrap on our garbage truck, just so that if you see your garbage getting emptied now, you'll see three bins on it, um, just to get people to start thinking about, oh, yeah, that's going to be happening pretty soon because July will come around quick enough. It's going to be a big change for people and I think mm. we, we all know that but it's not going to be a big change forever. You you get used to it pretty quickly I think. I'm thinking I need a little kid in my house is what I need because you know kids are all over this recycling and what goes where and things like that whereas as an older person like myself um, you've kind of got stuck in your habits so it's really going to make us stop and think that you know, you can't, what's got to go, 
where. So I'm thinking I need a little person to help, but there's going to be a lot, a lot of stuff going out. I feel like this is going to become a second job for your daughter <laughs> is just to tell you, no, mum, this is what goes in this one. This is what goes in this one. And just walk you through it on a weekly basis. And I'm thinking she can even remind me on my coffee cup lid when I go down and get that. The green one is for this. <laughs> The That'll young. be the messages that'll start popping up on your mayoral page is just <laughs> her talking you through which bins to use for different things each week. Yeah, people, are, as you're all aware, I am blonde. It may take a while to sink in, but I will get there. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to a few other things now. Memorial Park, it is coming together lovely now. Isn't it fabulous? So it was down there during the week for a Memorial Park user group meeting, and so all the car park's been sealed and there's lines being painted and it looks absolutely awesome. So, and what was even better was that there just may, may have been a little bit of money left over. So we may be able to fix up um, a bit of the road, like as you first come in and and around that sort of a thing. But um, it looks great just in time for the show. Um, Looks looks awesome. And that's something we're going to discuss as well is that the show's coming up. So we're about a week away from... An important part of our community in the Denny Show. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a massive shout out to the show committee. They do an amazing job because it's changed a lot. You know, the, the show has changed a lot over the years, but they're bringing back some events um, each year. They're bringing back something bigger and better than ever. I know they've got um, a massive amount of entrance for the horses and things. So um, good on them. It, it wouldn't be an easy job. But um, but it's good, and you know, once again, community, get out there and support them. Go down, have a look. There is some. There's always something for everyone. Now we mentioned it earlier that you had council meeting earlier this week, the first council meeting of the year. A big meeting, <laughs> as a matter of fact. You told us last week you had about six hundred pages of notes to read, or something oh my like that. Goodness me, there was nineteen reports. So I think it was an absolute mammoth effort. We started at 10 and I closed the meeting at 12 minutes past one. So I reckon that's the longest meeting we've ever had. Big shout out to my councillors. Great debate, really robust discussions and we got through it all and uh, and we're well on track to getting all sorts of things done. Peter Betts, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks AJ. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Joining us on the line for the Daniloquin Local Health Advisory Committee is Lorraine Liebenberg. Now, Lorraine, we begin with the AGM that begins the year for the LHAC. Okay, we had our AGM on Thursday, on Tuesday evening, which was fabulous, and that followed by our first meeting for the year. So we have a new executive committee. We've got a um, new chair, Linda Barclay. Linda is very well known to the community as a physio that has worked in the health space for a very, very long time. Um, so Linda is our new chair. I've stepped down to the vice chair position. And um, and we also have Louise Mace, who has joined our committee, which is very exciting. Louise brings a lot of wealth and exper- a wealth of experience. She's worked in the pharmacy industry and is now a nutritionist. So very excited about our new committee. And, of course, then we followed on with our first meeting for the year. And there's some exciting things. Um, happening and I'd like to speak a little bit more about the Banner Project. Before we get on to the Banner Project, it's obviously essential for this region that we have people like those who have stepped up to the committee who are 
view this as so important and want to be committed towards health in this region? Look, we've got a very, very committed committee. And, you know, this is not to praise ourselves, AJ, but, but we are known across the, the district and with the Regional Division of Health to be, to be a, a committee that is very active, not only in promotion of health, which is very important to us, but also in our advocacy at, at many different levels. And I'm very, um, I'm very confident that this committee will continue to do that and, and be a strong voice for health. Um, into Nilliquin. Let's talk about the banners. We first discussed these a couple of weeks ago. This project is something that the committee is working very hard on. So we had our launch on Thursday evening, which was well attended. And on Friday, we put all the banners out. So across the Nilliquin, in the GP surgeries, in the hospital, in the pharmacies, in the library, we've now got these banners up. And it's a call to action around um, chronic health conditions and the and the changes that we can make um, to prevent and to improve outcomes as far as chronic health goes. So things like kidney disease, heart disease, lung disease, skin cancer, bowel cancer, all those things. So we've got a set of wonderful banners that are now all over the community and we're asking the community to please engage. It only takes a couple of minutes to do those little scanner codes and you provide it with either a questionnaire or an action that you can do, things that you can do to take some of um, some of health into your own hands, your own health into your own hands. That's really what it's about. And it's about lifting health outcomes in the community. Well, Lorraine, first, we thank you for your time as the chair of the committee. We wish everyone on the committee going forward the best of luck, and we thank you for all the work that you continue to do for our region. For more information, you can always head to the LHAC Facebook page. Lorraine, thanks for joining us. Thanks, AJ. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Joining us in the studio from the Daniloquin Golf Club is Vince Kelly. Vince, how are we doing this week? I'm good, thanks, AJ. Last night was the Murray to Moyne fundraiser out at the Boat Club. A great night for everybody who made their way along. So that fundraiser is over, but with the event still up in a few weeks' time, there is a lot more time left to donate. Yeah, that's right, AJ. The event's not on until the first weekend in April, so uh, is the is the magic date. So I think people would have hopefully seen the uh, advertisements, the posters up around town for the Murray to Moyne fundraiser last night. And on that poster is a QR code that people can scan and continue to make donations right up until and after the event. Fantastic cause, as we've discussed regularly. Let's get into what's happening at the golf club. Let's talk results for the week. Yeah, last Saturday, AJ, we played a four-ball aggregate Stapleford. And the winners there were Matt McDonald and Ricky Gittens with 73 points. Now, I've heard on the grapevine, AJ that Matt McDonald and Ricky Giddens love their golf so much on Saturday, they're giving up football to play golf this year. <laughs> I want to see that. That would be an interest. <laughs> I did say, as soon as you said Ricky Giddens, I'm like, well, yeah, I haven't got him for much longer, I wouldn't imagine. But, just, just, to be, just to be clear, I've started that rumour. <laughs> uh, on a countback, they won from Karen Leatham and Sarah Aiken, also on 73. Third place went to Jeff King and Gary Rodder on 70 points. 63 points uh, was required to win a, win a ball. And the nearest the pins went to on the second in A grade, Gary Rodder, and in B grade, Jamie Loy. On the fifth, Chris Thompson and Sarah Aiken. On the ninth, Barry Barlow and Dickie Grant. On the 11th, Barry Barlow and Prue Grant. And on the 13th, Ross Poganowski and Jeff McCallum. Before you go any further with that, uh, mentioning Mac 
And Ricky, is it now just a, a sneaky time to mention that <laughs> Murray Live is joining the 2QN football family in 2024? So in a couple of weeks' time, I we'll be, we'll be here on 2QN. I did see this on Facebook during the week, AJ. So that was exciting news. So uh, look forward to listening to that across the course of the weekends. Enough of the self-aggrandizing from me, though. We'll go back to the results. <laughs> All right. Wednesday, we played our single stable for winner in A grade, Gary Davies, 38 points. Runner-up, Duncan McQuee, 37 in B grade, Graham Rothwell won the grade with 38 points. Runner-up, Laurie Hughes on 37 points. 33 points to get a ball on Wednesday. And the nearest to pin on the 5th went to Gary Davies. No nearest to pins on the 9th on Wednesday. And on Thursday, AJ, there was no competition as the club was supporting our ladies' captain, Chandra Simpson, in the celebration of her husband, Bruce Simpson's life. So uh, we wish her all the very best for the future. As we do here at Tukiyo, and we send our best to Chandra and to the whole family as well. The last thing I want to talk about in results, AJ, was the men's Mid-Murray four-ball pennant. They played their preliminary final on last Sunday at Cobram, playing Corowa, and they had a good win, three and a half to one and a half, to progress to the grand final, which will be played tomorrow at Finlay. They come up against Cobram 2, which is a rematch of their semi-final. Let's talk other events that are coming up at the club and around the region in the next couple of weeks. Sure thing, AJ. Uh, this Saturday, I think it was. Saturday? It would have been Friday, Sunday. What did I say last week, AJ, about the AGM? Um, I think it was a Sunday. Well, I'm pretty sure it was Sunday. I hope it was Sunday, now that I think about it. <laughs> 10.30, Daniloquin Golf Club. We're very well rehearsed for these chats, aren't yeah. we? It's just something that popped into my mind just then, actually, <laughs> when you said things going on around the district. Uh, Western Riverina District Golf Association, AGM, this Sunday at Daniloquin Golf Club, 10.30. So hopefully we get a, a good representation from the clubs in the district along for that. Locally, this uh, today we're playing a single Stapleford. Next Saturday is our monthly medal, and it'll see the start of our Taffy Brunker Varden and Eclectic Trophies, AJ. They're a couple of things that get awarded our presentation each year, so good opportunity for people to start to get along and participate in those events. And coming up in the second weekend in March is our Autumn Classic, always a great weekend, the 9th and 10th of March, so people can get their entries in as soon as possible and uh, get their accommodation booked. Vince Kelly, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, AJ. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Joining us on the line, who will be performing at River Days in the coming days' time, a legend of Australian music, Mr. Shannon Noll. Nolsey, how are we doing, mate? No, I'm good, mate. How are you? Doing very well, thank you. Um, great for you to be coming back to the region and performing. We last saw you up here for the Denny Ute Muster about a year ago. What does it mean to be able to come back to the region and perform again? Mate, yeah, I, lo- I love it down the down in that area, mate. Plus down the river too. I was actually down there last week, so I'm, I'm really it's beautiful weather down there at the moment, and, and uh, nice swimming in the river and stuff, mate. So really looking forward to heading back next week. Tell us about what this event's going to entail for you, and what you're most looking forward to about it. Yeah, mate. So I'm bringing the full band down. So uh, me and the whole crew will be down there to obviously do uh, a lot of the most of the big songs that I've, I've had re- uh, released over the years, mate, off the off the album. So it'll be a bit of a culmination of the last twenty years I've been uh, been about, mate. It's gone pretty fast, but the, the twenty year anniversary of the first album this year, so. Uh, it'll be great you know, to be able to, uh, you know, pick from pick from a, a sort of backlog of songs from over that 20 years. So it'll be a bit of a journey, plus a bit of a good old time, mate. I'm looking forward to it. 
you're talking about that first album. That's what I'm talking about, as you said, came out literally 20 years ago this month. So it has yep. snuck up on you, I guess. But some of those performances you got to go through, obviously, What About Me got you famous on Idol, but that was when you first started to really release your own music. Tracks like Drive and Learn to Fly got very popular, and then we move on from there with a number of other great albums that you released. Tell us about your journey through music and what that first album meant to you. Yeah, mate, I mean, it was just such a whirlwind at the time, you know, and we sort of had to put these albums together pretty, really, really quickly. I mean, I think Guy got his done in in a week, so I was, I was a fair bit luckier than him. I'd, <laughs> I had a bit longer than that to uh, to uh, record it all and put it together. But, mate, yeah, we, we toured so many shows. We did probably over 100 shows that first year and uh, and leading in and playing that album and the majority of it for uh, for all of those shows. And, and, and I just think it's one of the... One of those ones that probably there'll be a lot of people will know a lot of the, the songs off that album that, that probably weren't singles at the time either, which which is sort of something makes you really proud about the album. It wasn't ever just an album with um, you know a couple of good songs and a heap of fillers. I really sort of took um, made myself and, and tried my best to sort of do an album that you could just put on and leave on. Um, you know, and I think that from the feedback that we've had over the last twenty years, that's what people sort of uh, really enjoyed about it. You know, they either put it on in the car or or put it on in the house when they're when they're uh, pottering around, mate. So to be able to have um, you know stuff like that, you know, uh, in 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 the, to rely on with the, with these shows is terrific. I remember um, buying No Turning Back when it first came out and listening through to it and thinking there's so much missing because what we would typically call album tracks in music, they all felt like they were single quality to me and that you could listen to anything and really enjoy it, as you said. Oh, how, how did that feel to get to the 20-year mark? You're still putting out music pretty consistently up until I think Raw came out in 2021-ish, so you've been able to put yeah. music out pretty consistently all the way through. Yeah, mate, it's been fantastic. You know, once again, it's all, it's all boils down to the, the wonderful support of the Australian public, mate. Without that support, you know, obviously uh, wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have made it through the show for starters. So, so I'm just so I've always been forever grateful of, of that wonderful, wonderful support, mate. And, and um, like I said, you know, Danny's been such a great uh, gig for me over the years. So I'm really hoping that you know, obviously down the same area we uh, we can have a really good fun show on the weekend too. Um, and yeah, but it, it, it's it's amazing, you know. But it's all down to the, the support of the public, mate, which I'm so thankful for. We have to ask, because being music heads, we love to know the answer to this. Have we got something in the work that we can look forward to soon? Yes, mate, we have, absolutely have. Um, we, we're looking at maybe re-releasing the, uh, the the original album, that's what I'm talking about, with a couple of bonus tracks. So I've actually I've done a, a duet with Cosima, which Ooh. I'm really, really excited about. So, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't sort of hardly seen her in 20 years, and then we were back in the studio together, so... Uh, I'm really, really keen to to see what the general public thinks about that one because you know she just absolutely nailed it, and the song suits her uh, down to down to the ground too. So it was really great to work with her again, and and uh, and really looking forward to seeing how that one how that one travels because yeah, I, I, I really love the song, and, and like I said, her performance is just absolutely amazing. And Cosima, that's something that's burnt into people who watched that first series of Idol as I did that memory of her basically announcing, look, I, I can't go on because of yeah. the medical issues. And I remember you on stage saying, no, I'll go, and basically putting your hand up saying, I'll walk away from this and you keep going. And that's burnt yeah. into the memory <laughs> of anyone who watched that first series. Yeah, mate, it was an unfortunate sort of situation 
with Paul Cosmo, you know, uh, um, Nodja's a, a very, very serious thing for a singer, and she was advised by all the doctors and that uh, uh, to, to pull out at the time, you know, because the damage it would continue to be done uh, trying to sing through it. So that's sort of part of the reason why I'm really excited about this opportunity to to release this song with Cosmos, because you know I, f- I felt for it when it happened, and and still do, you know, anything could have. Um, could have changed if uh, if she didn't run into that problem. So you know, this is a, a celebration of I suppose how brilliant she is and and um, and how how much we're sort of in it together the whole time with Guy and all of the contestants. You know, having each other's back and supporting each other. And yeah, that's what probably what I'm most excited about releasing this um, this new song with Cosmic down the track. It's all about it's that you know chance to give um, you know to celebrate the, the, the her. her Amazing gift of, of uh, vocal ability and, and doing a song with her as well, and sort of reminiscing about old times in the process. What can we expect out of the show coming up? Yeah, mate, I'm really looking forward to this. The boys have—we've uh, really been cooking with the band. We've sort of um, been doing a lot of these festivals over the last sort of 12 months, and we've refined it, set down. So it's, it's a lot of fun, mate. You know, take you on a bit of a journey and have some moments in there where a bit quieter and a bit more, uh, a bit more sensitive, and then. Then get up and boogie in that towards the end and, and uh, rock out of it towards the end, mate. So it's always um, a lot of fun and, and uh, it's always great when the, the crowd gets involved as well. So we're really hoping that it'll be no different this week, uh, next weekend. Shannon, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us today. We really appreciate it. Good on you, mate. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to the show. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. Joining us in the studio from the Denny Business Chamber is Kate Pitt. Now, Kate, let's talk about the trading night that took place earlier this week. We're here at 2QN. We're a part of what turned out to be a fantastic night for the Business Chamber, for local tradies, for local organisations, all about what our tradies are doing throughout the Deniliquin community. Well, look, thank you very much for having me here, AJ. Um, on behalf of the Deniliquin Business Chamber, I'd like to say that we did have um, a hugely successful inaugural trading night. Uh, it was very, ve- very well supported by our um, local community, by our local businesses. We also had some um, outside of Janelliquin businesses involved. We we're very, very thrilled with the t- turnout. We had um, a sold-out event which was fantastic. That doesn't always happen when we're, you know, in the middle of the week when we're doing um, different bits and pieces, but we were thrilled with with, um, the amount of people that turned up. Tradies were out in force and they were fantastic. One of those fantastic events where people who maybe were looking into trades were able to see a little bit about what's going on, but also people who are already involved in those industries, they could see what was there to support them across this community. Definitely. We did have some really, really um, diverse trade sites there on the night. We had um, had a beautiful, great trade site by Denny Clothing Co., which was lovely pink and bright for the lady tradie. We had the Denny Ute Muster launching their tradie challenge, the cat tradie challenge, and they had some great prizes um, there on the night, and that was very, very popular. We had some of the services there. We had New South Wales service. We had um, we had the fireys there. They're looking, they're really looking um, for some volunteers to, um, to really help 
help them out. So if anybody would love to be involved, get hold of Marty Smith and get involved with that because that's a great thing. We had the um, the TAFE there. Um, they had a great display. We had New South Wales Cancer Council. We had our, um, our Dineloquin Local Area Health um, and yeah, look, we just had so many different different organisations. We were thrilled. We Ray White came and did a display. Um, we yeah, we're very thrilled with the diversity of the trades that were there on site. The other thing that was really quite um, amazing was the amount of sponsors that came on board and sponsored our inaugural trading night. Um, yourself included, um, and your and your did an amazing job of being our MC for the night. She always does. She just really kept the whole night going and we're just so grateful that she's not only part of the um, Janelequin Business Chamber, but part of our community and really gets really gets Tukuoin and um, the whole Ace Radio Network involved. She does a fantastic job, does Ange? One thing we really wanted to discuss, and this was a highlight for everybody who was in the room on the night, was the first launch of the Apprentice of the Year? Look, the um, Janelequin Business Chamber Apprentice of the Year is a very, very special um, scholarship that we are going to be running this year for the first time. And it's actually named in honour of a very popular, amazing young local um, apprentice, Will McKern. Um, His family and his employer... Um, have really gotten behind this concept to have this um, Apprentice of the Year scholarship. The Business Chamber is going to be offering two thousand um, dollars at for every, every year for um, the best apprentice in the Janelequin Business District. Uh, it has been this has come about because we realised that we really would uh, we really do want to. Let the tradies out there know that whole construction industry that's so huge in our region. We really want to let them know that we um, we support them, and we would love to be involved with um, really helping them in any way that we can. The Will McKern Award has um, has touched a lot of hearts because Will was such a special part of the um, of the Fitzpatrick um, Fabrication Organisation and the whole tradie. Um, the whole tradie community as a whole, you know, as a, he really was somebody very, very special. Um, so we are going to get as many organisations involved in this as we can. We have already got great support from um, Dolson's Janelequin Mitre 10. They've actually come on board with um, $1,000 worth of tools for the next five years, which is fantastic. Jack um, Fitzpatrick from Fitzpatrick Fabrications and his whole team have supported this and they're also a major sponsor as are um, Brunker Fabrications, Taffy and Vicky Brunker, always out there for the community um, and they've come on board and so has Troy Denbrook from Hotondo Homes. Those um, those three organisations have already pledged $1,000 each for the next five years, and we're just so grateful, um, along with Dolson's Mitre 10, their amazing support. So, A magnificent way to support our local community, but also to, to honour a wonderful young man who has much loved throughout this region. Kate, let's talk about what the, the next year looks like for the Denny Business Chamber. Now, we're going to speak pretty regularly here on the weekend break throughout the year, but there's a couple of changes going to the Chamber this year and the way that things are operated for the community. 
Look, there are. What we're going to do this year, we're actually going to change the format of the um, Denny Business Chamber meetings. And we're going to have every second month, we're going to have an open member meeting. So any of our members who would like to come along to our meetings, um, the first one of these is going to happen on the 5th of March at the Denny RSL Club at 5pm. And anyone who is a member, please come along and, and see what, we're, what we've got planned for the year. We do have some great new events and also some really business focused. Um, uh, we really want to focus on helping businesses and, and seeing what the businesses want from us. So that's one way of really doing this. Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. This is the Weekend Break on 1521 2QN. And that's it for this week's edition of the Weekend Break podcast. We will be back next week with the latest edition of the show. Of course, you can listen to us anytime, anyplace, anywhere through your podcast feeds, but we will be back on Saturday morning from 7am on 2QM with the latest edition of the Weekend Break. Catch you soon.